Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I'm Kim, and I'm here with only one of my hosts today, Anna. (laughs) Christina's very busy with a newborn baby. She is. So I guess, so this episode is probably going to be one of our fastest turnarounds. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can go ahead and announce, at least on here, that Christina has had the baby. We have not yep. announced on our Instagram yet because <laughs> we haven't wanted to ask her for a picture because, you know, newborn life. But Newborn life. But everyone is healthy and happy. And yes. he is the most adorable little he is angel boy. So he is truly, he has replaced Kale as my sweet angel boy, 100%. <laughs> like no competition. He High is, praise. He is so, so sweet and so cute. Everyone's doing really well. Christina is thriving as a mom like we knew she would. But we... Anna and I are hopping on tonight to do a very special episode of mm-hmm. our favorite romance books outside of the fantasy genre. Outside of fantasy genre. Yeah. yeah. No fantasy genre here. No. So this is like... Which is kind of like, these are like our palate cleansers. Yes. Like all three of us love to just kind of, especially after like a book hangover, mm-hmm. there are definitely fantasy books that like I'll gravitate towards, mm-hmm. but otherwise I'll get into like a massive historical romance, you know, a massive phase where that's like literally I'll just devour four or five historical romances in like a week or two. Mm -hmm. It's definitely nice to have a break from the fantasy genre, especially when we're reading like Sarah J. Mass books who loves to emotionally destroy us and crush our souls. Like you need that palate cleanser. And these are all kind of books that we read like on our off time, off, you know, outside of the podcast. Off time. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Like it's, (laughs) it's kind of what we read like when we're not reading stuff for the the podcast and and all that. So I kind of gravitate more toward rom-com or contemporary romance. I call them rom-coms. Beach reads, kind of that kind of stuff. Anna likes historical romance, Regency romance. And so for this episode, we decided to kind of swap genres a little bit. Yep. (laughs) And I read a couple of her Regency romance books and she read a couple of my rom-coms. And so we're going to talk about- It was really fun. It was really fun. (laughs) It was so fun. And like, I think we both have read these genres before, but it was just kind of fun to like- Yes, absolutely. You know- switch and then like talk to each other about it and it was yeah it was really fun we had a good time with it we had a good time it was really it was really fun I enjoyed myself so this episode is actually just so everyone's aware um it will be spoiler free we're gonna do like very kind of surface of all the books that we're gonna discuss and then at the very end we will each rattle off from like our preferred favorite romance genre some of our favorite um just like rapid fire some of our favorite authors and like books maybe but that that author wrote um just so that you guys can if anything you know if you're into either one of these genres or both then you can just kind of download yeah those or go buy them however you read yeah your books I I I just wanted to make sure that everyone because like some of these if you've read you know the three that we we talk about then you're kind of like okay well that this doesn't help me so I was like let's rattle off like elevator pitch style just like a bunch of our favorites and you can go look them up and if they look interesting to you you can download them we will talk more about this at the end of the episode but Anna and I are considering doing a favorite Kindle Unlimited reads episodes which I'm so excited about. Would be really really fun because I read so many of those she does but those are definitely my like guilty pleasure trashy yes yes like all of the things smart the trigger warnings <laughs> yeah yeah but I think it could be really fun I've seen a couple of like um booktubers do these types of mm-hmm. videos where she like reads the best Kindle Unlimited romance and like talks about them and I've downloaded a bunch and Anna obviously has a ton because she's read way more than me and I think it would be really fun if we did that next um because a lot of people have Kindle Unlimited and they're free so okay so what should we start with Anna what do you think um let's start with Book Lovers <gasps> by Emily Henry because Yay! that has been 
everywhere on Bookstagram and everywhere. BookTok. Okay. Yeah. What are what were your thoughts? So I actually I read My Killer Vacation first and then I read Book Lovers. Okay. I have never read an Emily Henry book and I really enjoyed it. It was definitely because I came off of My Killer Vacation, which we're going to get to next, which was uh-huh. a little bit more kind of like instant gratification, a little faster paced. I loved the writing in em- with Emily Henry. I think she is a yeah. fabulous writer. I love the storytelling. Mm-hmm. I love the mm-hmm. character development. It's more of a slow burn. It is. But I loved the two characters because mm-hmm. it's, you were telling me like, you know, well, I, okay, so I, you and Christina love like the Hallmark Christmas, you know, that whole you know genre of TV like, and whatever. True, yeah. And I watched some of those. Yeah. But like, I'm not as into it. Sure. And that's probably why I'm not as into like why I don't gravitate towards like rom-coms, rom-coms. in general. Sure. I, um, what I loved the most about this, and this isn't a spoiler, is that it was kind of a reverse mm-hmm. of that Hallmark trope. Yes. So instead of it being like big city comes to small town, meets small town, stays in small town type thing, mm-hmm. it was two big cityers in a small town trying to figure out how to be together and won't say how it ends. But like, I just love that it was two city folk because I'm a city girl Same. very much. Same. <laughs> and I just love that. I love that she didn't meet this like, you know, flannel wearing yes. Christmas tree farm owning. And she didn't like, you know, sacrifice anything that she wanted uh-huh. um, or her career. Yes. And it's very much, she always jokes in the beginning of the book that she's the girl that gets left right. in the rom- in these Hallmark movies. Like yes. all of her boyfriends go to a small town and they meet a girl. Like, like a, literally this is yeah, in the like beginning a of the book. Like a B&B owner's daughter. And yeah. he like stays to help her. And they're like, you're too worried. You're always so caught up in your work and you never have time. So I'm breaking up with you and I'm going to stay, stay in this here. small town. Yeah. Which is like so stupid. So stupid. But it's like, I love how Emily Henry plays, like flips yes. the rope on its back. And it's like, no, like Nora loves the city, wants to get back to the city, does not love a small town. She loves her high heels. Loves her high heels. <laughs> like I, she loves her Peloton. She's like, a, she calls it like a stationary bike, but it's definitely a Peloton. It's funny. Yeah. 100%. And like Charlie's the same. Like I love that it was just such a clever uh, yeah. concept because you just yes. don't. And I will say that about Emily Henry, like her books are, I would say a little bit more serious than like some mm-hmm. of my other like typical rom-coms. She's kind of like Ellen Hildebrand in that she, you delve into these characters past and backstories and some of their trauma and some of their issues. And so it is a little bit deeper. So I can see why some people may not like it as much because it's not as fluffy as they were maybe anticipating. I would agree with that. I mean, like it's not as fluffy, but it's, it, 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 I think that's what I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't realize that going into it and it took me a little bit longer because I had to reframe my mindset. Sure. And once I did that, I absolutely loved it and I couldn't put it down. Yeah. Like it was really just sweet. really, it's very sweet. And it's, I don't know. I just, I love, I'm, I mean, I just love the ending. I'm not going to uh, say what too. happens, but me I too. love the ending. I love how we get there. Yeah. I was, I mean, Kim knows I love a book when I'm just texting her theories the whole time. It's not even a fantasy book. And I'm like, okay, I think this is what's happening. Yeah. I think this is what's happening. Yeah. And you're like, calm down. It's a rom-com. Yeah. I was like, don't, <laughs> like, don't go deep. Don't go deep. Just... Stay with me here on the on the on the like, but it was so funny because that's how I knew you liked it. Because if you weren't texting me that kind of stuff, you'd be like, I don't really care enough to like even speculate about what's gonna happen. Yeah. So I was like, okay, she likes it enough to be like, I'm wondering what's gonna happen. And I'm like, yep, Anna has her detective hat on. That means 
she at least likes it a little <laughs> bit. But I, I just love Charlie and I love, I love Charlie. Nora and her sister, seeing their kind yeah, of Yeah, that was a really interesting dynamic. I, I, I appreciated that dynamic a lot. I did too. I figured you would like that because Anna, if you don't know, yeah. has two sisters. So, and I just loved like, yeah, I just, I thought it was like a really sweet book. Um, She also has, I will mention, if you haven't read them, they're very popular. She also has Beach Read and People We Meet on Vacation. I liked People We Meet on Vacation a lot more than Beach Read. Beach Read is even a little more serious than this book. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And it deals with like loss of a parent and grief. This is all like, if you look up the trigger warnings, it's there. And so I would say if you liked book lovers, because I feel like this book is definitely her most popular. It's like exploded. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you listeners liked book lovers, I would recommend picking up People We Meet on Vacation. It's very cute. It's a fun story. But again, there is like that depth and there's always an underlying. Yeah, it's not deeper. Yeah, she's not like a Sophie Kinsella. So like, mm -hmm. you know, it's not a shopaholics book, which I love. <laughs> I'm not I'm not <laughs> upset about it. But I just know that like, it's not super, super fluffy. There is like some kind of like depth right. and substance to it. But I'm really glad you liked it. I did. And you know what it's okay, so this was what I actually what I one of the things I really love, which mm -hmm. I thought was really funny. So the main character's name is Nora Catherine spelled N-O-R-A and then Catherine with a K. Mm -hmm. My daughter's name is Nora Catherine spelled exactly the same way. That is so funny. And which made it what made it even funnier was Nora in the store in the book book lovers is named for Nora Ephron. Her mother loved Nora Ephron. Yes. And so, which, you know, she's a writer, tons of movies. Uh -huh. So, and then her middle name, Catherine, is for Catherine Hepburn, which is like a famous classic mm -hmm. uh, movie star. Right. My daughter, Nora, is named after my favorite classic movie star, a, a character that my favorite movie star plays, M Myrna Loy. And I didn't like the name Myrna, so I picked <laughs> her character, Nora, from the Nick and Nora Thin Man series. And I, oh. it's just really was really funny that like both the character in the book and my daughter are named. Yeah. after like favorite you know and Catherine Hepburn is one of my favorite actresses amazing and uh my daughter's name is not Catherine is not named after Catherine Hepburn she's named after my mom right but similar so it's just similar. I, I loved that I was like oh it was so it's it's such a sweet book and I I know like obviously we love books and so I love a book about books I just think yeah if you like books about books and like also I thought the editing world was really interesting and like I just thought that whole lot like their banter with the editing oh, was so great because so they start great. working on a book together mm -hmm. like editing a book yeah and the back and forth like texting and emails email. was so cute so funny so funny like very flirty mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, it was just, I really, you don't get that, obviously, in a historical romance. <laughs> right. You get, so, you get banter, but it's different. You get banter, but you don't get that. You don't get the, the, the no one's like writing a note and sending it right, off because right. it's not coming back in real time. Right. It's like going to take but two I, weeks. It's kind of like, you know, you can say, you can be a little bit more adventurous with mm -hmm. your texting mm -hmm. because you're not, no one's looking at your face when you're saying it. Right. So right, it was right. just really, I really appreciated that. I in did the too. I knew you would like yeah. that. I was like, oh, this banter is top-notch. Emily Henry does really good banter. Um, okay, um, let's okay. move on to My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. Yes. This was the first one I read uh -huh. that you recommended. Yes. I Thoughts. know you love, what is it called? It happened. So, yes, Tessa Bailey has written my 
favorite rom-com series of all time. So the first one is It Happened One Summer. Second book is Hook, Line, and Sinker. I will get into it in a moment. But yes, that is my <laughs> my absolute favorite from her. But she's written tons of rom-com books. Yeah. So I started with My Killer Vacation only because it was the new book that came out. Sure. And, it, you know, I just wanted to read what the new one was because sure. everyone was talking about it. Right. This is not a spoiler. I didn't read the jacket cover. I, like, usually – I tend to not read jacket covers sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just, like, will pick up a book because I don't – I don't know. I just don't. So I – but <laughs> I didn't realize that this, that this was a murder mystery. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm reading it and then all of a sudden she's, like, smelling something weird in the house. In the first chapter, yeah. she's smelling something yeah. weird in the house and there's a dead body yeah. in her Cape Cod beach home <laughs> that she's rented for the summer. Yes. And I was like, what the hell am I reading? <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is some Dateline this shit. This is not a rom-com. Like, this is not rom-com. I was like, text, I texted Kim and I was like, um, I think I have the wrong book. I think this is wrong. I downloaded the wrong one. Like, not even that the title, My Killer Vacation, couldn't have given it away, but I was just like, oh, she's having a great vacation. She's having a great time. Yeah, I. this is definitely Tessa Bailey's first foray into, like, murder mystery. Murder mystery? Um, okay. Bless her. She's, you know, tried something new. I'm very interested at the length choice here, because it's almost a novella. It's only 285 pages. Really short. Really yeah. short. And I'm just interested because all of her other books aren't long by any means, but they're a normal mm-hmm contemporary romance length like you know 400 pages whatever it is okay so i'm interested at the choices that were made here because we went murder mystery slash slash rom-com and it was super short so i don't know yeah i would be interested to hear her like thought process behind that because i just thought it was interesting it definitely moves very fast you definitely get that instant gratification instant gratification which is why like if you read this book, you understand when I all of a sudden switched to Emily Henry, I was like, oh, yes. this is this is a, this is slow. It's this a is slow burn. Slow. Yes. It's a slow and burn. Emily Henry is a slow burn to begin with. So to go from my yeah. killer vacation where it's like instant attraction, instant. 60 pages in, we're like, inst- yeah. 100% things um, move so fast. Can we talk about, okay, so we've got Taylor, who's a school, t- like elementary school teacher. Uh-huh. And then there's obviously, she's like in Cape Cod with her brother. They're like having just a summer vacation. Mm-hmm. She's like, saved up her like meager teacher salary for this like beautiful vacation home in the Cape and there's a dead body. So the police are on it, but the owners, uh, the, it was the owner of the home who died and his sister is like, no, I want to get somebody else on the case. So she hires like a private detective mm-hmm. and he's an ex, I think he's an ex detective, like on the cop police force. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. So Miles shows up mm-hmm. and Miles is not normally the kind of guy that I go, go for. He's Same. like rides a motorcycle. He's like long tattooed. Like, like, we know how we feel about that. We know how we feel about long hair. And I can't, wait, is it really long? Because I 100% did not picture it it They mention it like in the breeze multiple times. Yeah, it's long. Okay, I think I like just, whenever there's long hair, I just like, nope. Anna just goes, nope, not, not for me. No, not for me. (laughs) I'm just like, no, nothing's blowing in the breeze. Nope, nope. I'm going to sweep right on past that. I love it. I love it. But the steam, Miles, holy shit. Anna, I'm speechless. Like, (laughs) the scenes in this book. Okay, Tessa Bailey can write a damn sex scene. Like, yes, she can. Wow. Also, there's a few scenes that lead up where, like, (gasps) they get interrupted. Anticipation? No. (laughs) I was like, oh, come on. Like, I know. There was like, one scene that I was like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. 
And then like the build up, but like it's part of the build up, right? And then oh, the it's totally happens, part of the build up. I was just like, wow. Yes, I'm when feeling, it happens, you're just like, oh, I am feeling some kind of way right yes, now. Yes, I'm like, learning some things about myself yes, right now. Yes. <laughs> Some things were discovered in the old noggin. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Was very here for it. Those scenes definitely made up for like, you know, I think it could have been, I, I would have loved it for it to be like 150 pages longer and maybe just get mm-hmm. like, not a lot more, but just a little more set up. And I didn't love Substance, the murder mystery yeah. aspect. I get, I, I, I really respect her for trying something new because she has written like quite a few rom-coms. So I'm sure she's kind of like wanting to mix it up as an author to like yeah. be creative and try something new. And I thought it was fun. But any little minor irritations, when I read those scenes, I was like, love it. Love it. <laughs> we're, it's fine. It's fine. fine. Everything's forgiven. fine. Forgiven. <laughs> Give me five more of the Like, it, they were A-plus immaculate sex scenes. Yes. Like, if you just want a super fast, steamy, fun read. This is like a perfect vacay read uh-huh. if you're like on vacay with your significant other. 100%. 100%. If you were on a couple's trip with your husband or spouse or partner, please pick this up. Pick like, up the book. <laughs> They will thank you for it. Okay, it's that's so all I'm quick. Say. It's so fast paced and it just it's, pays off. I literally read it in like two sittings and that was only because I had to like yeah. go take care of my kids. I think I might have read the whole book in one sleep. It's only 200 and something pages. Like I think I started yeah. reading at 9 p.m. and I just finished the book that night. It was so fast. Yeah. It's so good. But I'm on a mission to get Anna to read It Happened One Summer in Hook, yes. Line, and Sinker. So if you don't, I mean, these books are also so popular, but It Happened One Summer is a Alexis from Schitt's Creek retelling. Mm-hmm. If Alexis gets like trapped in this very small fishing town, she gets in trouble and she has to go stay in this small fishing town where her biological dad lived. And she has to like renovate this bar and like get it back up and running with her sister. And she meets this very grumpy fish fisherman who is very <laughs> sexy and if you liked my killer vacation and you liked miles like the grumpiness yeah the scruffiness you will love it happened one summer and it's it's just what i mean by like it's a little bit longer it's not long but it's a little we bit still longer get the steam oh girl yes 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 okay i'm here for it it's going to be downloading Tessa bailey uh, let me tell you is she writes probably my favorite sex scenes other than okay. um, other than Sarah J Moss in a certain <laughs> book that you already know what I'm talking about we won't go there but besides that scene like Tessa Bailey writes a really good sex scene but I also really All love right. the story and like Piper as a character goes on a really good because mm-hmm. like at the beginning of the book she's very annoying and she's supposed to be it, it's just it's it's a really good book and I think if you liked My Killer Vacation I think you yes. would absolutely love these books and Hook, Line, and Sinker follows her sister and somebody else from the first book so okay. I would say you should read them. I mean, actually, I'll read them in order. I think Christina actually may have. No, she did read them in order because she was like, "Can I read them out of order?" I was like, mm, "I prefer you not." Thank you. <laughs> I prefer you not. I prefer you not. But yeah, just I mean, Tessa Bailey. My God, like hats off to you, ma'am. You those scenes. I like. I'm still thinking about them. Like truly, they. Oh, they were bookmarked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Highlighted and saved. Highlighted, like, saved. Yes, but definitely yes. Okay, so book lovers and my clear vacation. Uh huh. Um, and then Kim. Yes. What did you want? Did you want to go next? Yes. Okay. Oh, you guys. Again, this one's like very popular. So I feel like a lot of people have already read it, but it's called The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. And I have not read this one yet. Anna, you need to read it. What I love about it. First of all, it features a woman in STEM. She's like, oh, great. She's, that's why I want to read it because I love that 
It's whole genre. Like I love, you know, anything in science. She's yeah, she's in STEM. She now granted, science, I was the worst at science in school, so I can't delve into what's going on here within <laughs> like the plot. Like I can't remember what she's doing. But anywho, so the whole premise is like she's a woman in STEM, which we love. Like I've never read a book about a woman in STEM or in yeah. science or anything like that. Like they're usually like, you know, just normal, you know. So I love the representation. A book editor. A, bu- a book editor. <laughs> Our a book teacher, agent, yeah. Um, which are which are great, but it Fine. was I loved um I loved seeing that representation. I think it's really important. And she dated this guy, like went on a date with him, and like things kind of fizzled out. And her best friend has a huge crush on him, but she's like, No, I can't date him. Like, you went on a date with him, like that's weird. Yeah. And she's like, No, like I promise it's fine. Like, I don't have any feelings for him. And her best friend just like doesn't want to break girl code, which again, we love. We love a good best friend. So to convince her friend that she's over this guy she like just randomly grabs someone out of the hallway and like lays one on him like jumps into his arms and like kisses oh. him. oh and it turns out to be this super grumpy really intimidating like professor <laughs> in their program yeah now he's like really of course really young for his age so it's not like you know there's not like a huge age gap but he is like he's like very well established like very yeah. smart but like very gruff very distant very like mr darcy this is the best way i can describe <laughs> Love it that. but like Love obviously that. very handsome and she just like lays one on him and then she's like okay bye and he's like wait I- i'm sorry what's going um, on i'm sorry and she's like oh no i was just kissing you for my friend and so like then it they kind of get into this like anyways they enter into a fake dating situation which is one of my favorite tropes of all time like I just there's another book later on in the list that I'll talk about that's a fake dating trope and I just love it and so they kind of just for different reasons decide to fake date Mm -hmm. and it's just it's so sweet the male character is like a shy little just just little puff of a guy. He's like super tall, but he's like very sweet and vulnerable and like very awkward. And she's like the sunshine girl, you know, and he's like grumpy with everyone but her. But it's just, it's really sweet. And there's not, so there's only like 20 pages of steam in the whole book, but what we get, I was very happy with. Let me just, let me just say that much. Okay. I was very happy with it. It was not as steamy as Tessa Bailey, but what we got was some, some A plus, A plus, 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 like, and just the story was really sweet. Like he is just, he, the way he like adores her is so, I mean, it's not a spoiler. Like I think we I've obviously. I've heard so many great things about this book. So it's definitely, I need to, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. So I'll probably, I've got a couple of uh, these yeah. types of I've books I've given Anna like quite a list of books I was like you just it's really sweet it yeah I, I just really enjoyed it and it's this has been very hyped up and to me I thought it lived up to the hype I thought it was a really sweet rom-com um I liked the characters I liked the representation and she has also written a string of other um novellas featuring women oh. in like really diverse field and I haven't read any of the other ones yet I've heard like some of them are hit or miss like people either really like them or really don't like them so like really interesting fields of work and they're like these little mini novellas which you know aren't my fave but I love a I love a longer length book obviously as we know we read high fantasy which is like a thousand pages but (laughs) if you want to like test out Allie Hazelwood's writing and you like want just like something really short to see if you like her writing style and like how she writes steam I would recommend those but if you for some reason have not read the love hypothesis highly highly recommend it is just precious yeah I've heard fantastic things it's very sweet especially from my girlfriends who like have a background in science 
they, oh, they really? all loved it. Oh, they thought mm-hmm. it was good? Yeah, okay, they good. have. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't know about the representation, but I thought it was really well done and, and super interesting and like very palatable. Like it wasn't yeah. too high level to where it was like trying to be like academic. Right, and, where it loses you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm like, and, like yeah. she knew she knew what she was writing, you know, like she... Well, she has a target audience She's a target audience and yeah. I was like very, very into it. So loved that. Awesome. Okay, what should we talk um, about next? Okay, so should we dive into some historical Regency romance? Let's do it. So this, so last summer when we did a Beach Reads episode, I recommended Nine Rules to Break Mm -hmm. When Romancing a Rake by Sarah McLean. Mm -hmm. That is from her Love by Numbers or Scandal by Numbers. Love by Numbers series. There's three books in the series. Mm -hmm. So for this, when I was recommending to Kim, I told her to start with the, what is it called? Rules Rules of Scoundrels. Scoundrels. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a four book series. Mm -hmm. And it's, she has tons of series, which Mm -hmm. I will rattle off later. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Sarah McLean again. Uh-huh. Um, but this series, I have actually, I almost never read her books in order. Mm-hmm. There are some, they're all happily ever afters because it's right. a romance book. Exactly. So like, even if the previous story, like even if I'm reading a book two, let's say, mm-hmm. and I didn't read book one, mm-hmm. and it talks about books one couple, like I know they're going to end right. up together. I don't know the trauma and the drama mm-hmm. and how we get there, <laughs> but I know they're going to end up. Exactly. And there might be like an illusion, like they might, not illusion, they might allude to like something that happens and that might be like a minor minor spoiler but again right these are not like fantasy books where like you can't hop in the middle yes exactly so listeners like any of these series a lot of them I would just rent from my library and that's why Mm -hmm. I was reading them out of order because it was whatever was available on my like Libby app agreed so I asked Kim to read Rules of Scoundrels Mm -hmm. and um she got through book three I got through yeah I haven't finished book three but I'm like a good amount in um so I read books one one, two, and three. I think you said three. Three was my your... favorite for sure. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I'm not done with it, but like already I just love Temple and Mara. I love the like, it's just a really interesting premise. This is Rules of Scoundrels. Yes. Again, listeners, sorry. Scoundrels. I know I rattled off a bunch. Yeah. So this is her Rule of Scoundrels and each book features like a different guy that works at this gaming hell. In like, it's like the darker side of London. So like the first yes. three, her first series, Love by Numbers, is more of like the peerage uh-huh. and like Lords and Dukes and whatever. And then this is kind of like the darker side mm-hmm. of London, the gaming hell, uh-huh. the gentleman's club. Yeah. Gentleman's club, not like, not that we know of today. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it's gambling. It's gambling. <laughs> there are prostitutes walking around. There are. But yeah. They're ladies a, of the night. Strip joint. Yeah. Ladies of the night. Yes, exactly. But um, it does follow the four owners of the club, uh-huh. each book. And yeah. So yeah, and I so the third one is like this this guy Temple was con- accused of murdering this woman who happened to be marrying his dad, <laughs> and <laughs> she runs away and like anyways like he's lived like the last twelve years like being called like the killer Duke because he's a Duke but everyone's like oh he killed this woman and so he kind of had to like go to the darker parts of London and like make his life he escaped, there yeah. he escaped and like obviously he couldn't like really step into his dukedom because he was con- like he was accused of killing a woman. And and so anyways, like, I just already love the premise. I love Mara. Um, but I also did really like book. I liked Pippa a lot from book two. I just haven't been as big of a fan of the guys, but I have loved mm. all of the girls a lot. Yeah. Michael in the first book, hate him. He, like, they're... What is Michael's, what is Michael's name? Because they all have, like, names they use in the club that aren't mm, their true names. 
that's a good question. I know. Why can't I Cross remember? I was trying to think two. of this. Um, yeah, and then Temple is book Temple three, is book but that's three. not his. No, that's and not his name. And then Chase is book four. Yes. I don't know what Michael's name is. It must be his last name. I cannot. Name. This is driving me crazy. I, I could have just Googled it, but I didn't. So whatever. Anyways, yeah, I don't remember book one at all. I've actually reread book two. It's very sweet. A few times. I love Pippa. I like book two, and I think, I just really love Pippa. I do too. So Pippa is similar to Love Hypothesis for her time yes. period. Yes. So book one is her older sister, Penelope, uh-huh. who is actually briefly mentioned in the Love by Numbers series. Like Which one? Her stories, the last one. Oh, I haven't read she that gets, one yet. She gets, um, a ba- she basically yes. gets left. Yes. Like she's supposed to be getting, get married to like a Duke or something. Uh-huh. And then the uh-huh. Duke ends up with some, like it's a love Oh, that's match. so funny. I didn't yeah. know that. And so Penelope was like the diamond of the season uh-huh. and then basically it was jilted. Scandal. And that's her story. Scandal. And now in book one. Yeah. Yes. So now her sister is Pippa. Love. And Pippa is like, she's so, it's, she even, she's just, I just, she's so very endearing. She like describes herself as odd. Mm-hmm. She wears mm-hmm. like glasses or spectacles as they call yeah. them. And she's very much a woman of science. Like every single chapter chapter opens up with a little excerpt into her diary like her scientific journal yes is what she calls it and she's always in her um her greenhouse like she crossbreeding roses and yes it's just I love that and so the whole premise of book two is she's engaged to a she's engaged like an earl or something right and she takes her vows very seriously Mm -hmm. and she doesn't she wants to make sure that she understands what the bedding night the wedding night will be like you know the actual act of sex Uh uh-huh. So she goes to the gaming hall and she basically goes up to Cross, who's supposed to be known as like a great lover. Uh-huh. And she's like, for scientific research, I need you to explain this to me. Yeah. And he's like, like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. a lady. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and it's it's hysterical and she will not leave him alone. She's no. like, no, 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 no. Like, this is for research. Yes. I need you as my research assistant. And the yes. way that she does it is just so it's funny. It's so funny. And she's I don't know. Hysterical. I just love her. She's also very, like, there's some very, very sweet moments in that book. Like, tender moments. Scene, yeah. Very tender moments. And, like, some really, you just, Pippa is definitely, like, one of my favorite female characters that I've read in a Regency romance. Like, I mm-hmm. loved her so much. I think it's like, all these men are very, like, martyrs about themselves and it drives me oh very so I'm like oh yeah. my god just let yourself be happy like stop pushing this girl away she loves you like stop <laughs> I can it. 100% see why that would bother you I was just like okay I cannot this is there's too much back and forth like this poor girl there's just a wants lot to love of you. not to be literal but dying on the cross and I think Pippa even says that to cross in the book she's like that's why you call yourself that because you are you think you're a martyr yes like you just, enjoy you need to be happy just too. let yourself be happy like truly yeah and there was just like one too many times of like these guys like pushing the women away and like anyways and then and of course, like at the end, they're like, you know, it's it all. Whatever. It's all happy. It's ever all after, happy ever but... after. But and like, I love the theme. I loved Pippa. I love that she was like different and she loves science. She loves dogs and um, oh, yeah, horses. And like, it's just she's she's very, very, um very sweet. But I and of course, like I haven't gotten too far. I mean, I'm, I'm like halfway through book three, but it's it's really good so far, too. I'm really I love Mara. It. Mara is really Mara wonderful. is a really great character. Yeah, and like, interesting character. And Temple is already like just a little more like gentle with her like mm-hmm. than some of the like he's not as like mean like I just don't like yeah when, people, when guys are mean I'm like don't you don't need to be mean like just you can be stern but he's already like 
obviously like being very gentle with her and like having these moments of like, oh, like why do I why do I care about being nice to her? Like, you know, she yeah. ruined my life. But it's just it's a really fun series. And I liked Love by Numbers too. I only read the first two, so I need to read the last one, but I really liked that one. I, too. The first two are really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love the like the whole premise of the first book in the series is like the whole oh, it's list. So funny. So funny. I, the, like, the, I laugh out loud moments. Yes, like the, truly. the situations yeah. that she gets herself in it's, in that first nine rules to break is so funny. Um so yeah, listeners, if you liked Bridgerton on Netflix and you maybe are intimidated by like the eight books in the Bridgerton series, I mean I highly recommend them. I think they're very fun. But they do become like a little formulaic by book six, seven, they and do. eight. They do. You know. And a lot of these books are formulaic in some way, but I feel like the Sarah McLean is a little bit less so. I agree with that. I think she does something different enough in each book that mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're reading the same book over and over yeah. again for sure. So these series are shorter, you know, like Anna said, like three books and, and four books. So if you're wanting to pick up a Regency romance, but maybe you're intimidated by Bridgerton, but you mm-hmm. love the like peerage and the ladies and the yeah. dukes, I think these are so good. And book four in this, without giving a spoiler, has a really cool yeah. little reveal mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's, I really enjoy it because it's, I, I can't say why, but it's, I really love book four in the rules of Scoundrel because yeah. it's different, very different mm-hmm. than the first three. Yeah, yeah. But can't so, say why. Can't say why. Um, <laughs> there's a couple other series too, Anna, that I think we've talked about, Regency romance series. Oh, yeah. So for Sarah McLean, there's also the Bare Knuckle Bastards, which I've only read the first two in that series. Um, The third one came out, I think, in the last year, but I haven't read it yet. That one's also kind of London's darker side. It's more like, you know, London gangs. It's not Mm. like a gaming hell, but it's all as not as it seems. Got it. It, it, It's really fun. It's a little... And again, (laughs) you have to use a little bit of like your... Not imagination, but... You you gotta give a... Suspend belief a little bit. Suspend belief a little bit with these. But I really... I thought... Those are really fun. I actually again read those out of order I started with the second one and Uh I actually preferred the second one more than the first good to know but then the other series that she has that I've read is what is it it is Scandal and Scoundrels and that one I think follows it doesn't not every single one follows these um this these like sisters are called the I can't remember the last name but like the spoiled s's there's like four sisters or five sisters all with the name like all that begin with the letter s Uh but a couple of the books in that series follow these sisters and then there's like one random one that doesn't. Okay. Those are fun too. Okay. And I basically just Sarah McLean is Sarah like McLean. a really good go-to mm-hmm. kind of queen of Regency romance. Agreed. And there's something there for everybody. Agreed. So if you don't like one of her one of her series, then maybe try a different one. Yeah. Because they are all pretty different. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, there's also the Wallflower series, which Anna recommended oh, to me. Yeah. I loved that. Lisa Kleepass. Yeah. Yes. She's also a great, I mean, I really enjoyed her series it's all about these like these wallflowers and like their their stories and like you kind of you know like a lot of these feature like the diamond of the season yes but it was kind of nice to see I don't know I liked the the concept and I, I just remember really enjoying them I couldn't it's tell these you four women who basically just kind of decide to stick together uh-huh. and then each book of course follows one of them and one of them ends up you know falling in love in each yep. book yeah and devil in winter is my favorite I think that's book three okay um I love devil in winter that one I don't is remember what that I don't so good. I mean, I I thought <laughs> so they were good. just all like, yeah, I really enjoyed all of them. And yeah. again, I just think you can't go wrong. Tessa Dare is another great yes. Regency. Tessa Dare has a writer. series called Girl Meets Duke. And the 
fourth or fifth book like came out fairly recently, I believe in like December. Mm-hmm. And I love that series. It's very steamy. I've only read the first two, but yeah. Very steamy, very good. So if you, the like the, I will say just as a warning, the covers on some of these books are, are ridiculous. Are ridiculous. <laughs> so like. They're like your mother's romance book. Like bodice rippers. Like Yes, truly. but they're not really like, I I am, they're, I don't really consider them bodice rippers no, though. No, no, no. But like yeah. some of the covers I'm like. They look like that. It's like you you want to read it on your Kindle. Yeah. Because you don't want to, like you don't want anyone to see that Listeners, you're reading it. please do the not cover buy physical looks, copies. Just yes. put them on your Kindle, put them on your phone with a Kindle app. Download like, just, them from the library. Yes, I agree. I would really look, because a lot of these are older, you mm-hmm. know, series. Like, like I said, Tessa Derrick, like the Girl Meets Duke series is either just finished or she's still writing them. But yeah. for sure, like the first three, you could easily find a lot of these at your library, like the Libby app or um, some stuff like that. So just just download them on your on your uh, electronic device. If and- you want a standalone, well, I guess all those Tessa Derrick ones are technically standalone from Girl Meets Duke. But um, mm-hmm. the Tessa Derrick, uh, when a Scott ties the knot is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise is Lillian basically is terrified of like having a season and and being presented and mm-hmm. so she she creates a sweetheart like a make-believe person who oh. writes her letters and he's a Scottish man uh-huh. he's a captain Captain Logan McKenzie and she oh. writes letters to herself from this captain and then she even responds because she like makes this she has to make it such a like realistic thing that uh-huh. that's why she does because she's so terrified of like talking to another man uh-huh. or like wanting like she doesn't want to be at all okay so she gets herself roped up into this and she sends these letters out to like i don't know where they're going yeah. but there's a real captain logan mckenzie receiving them oh my and he gosh. was off like in a war battle like in a battle right and so he comes back and he basically has kept all of her letters and he like kind of i mean it's like blackmails her and he's like listen if you don't if you don't actually come through on your promises on the fact that we're supposed to get married then i'm gonna tell everyone oh, that you've been lying and okay. so it's like a marriage like a four marriage sure. but it's really well done okay okay and he's very like he I I read it a while ago but I'm pretty sure he ends up being like I mean he's like very lovable and like he does it all because he's a Scottish man and like you know there's all this troubles between Scotland and England sure but basically he needs her to help reestablish his like clan oh, and like okay. they're all so poor and all the kids like there's no food coming in and Aww. he needs someone to help establish everything okay. and it's just really well done and like all of the Scottish characters that are so okay. funny. I love so, that. I love that. And I'm if you and if you that. like Scottish Highlander stories, mm-hmm. I went on a major like I was in a major phase like a year ago. Okay, Mary Wine is. I wonder if that's her real name. Um, Mary Wine writes basically everything she writes is Scottish Highlander, but she's got like Highlander Weddings, which is like six books. There's one that's just called the Highlander series. That's three books. Mm-hmm. But they're, I've read all of them. Okay. And they're all good. There's one particular book. I think it's in Highlander Weddings. I think it's the last one. Or sec- there is, I would check a trigger warning. They can be, they're not dark, but there's one woman character in particular who has a rough go of it. 
Okay. And it's, and it's, it can be, it might be triggering for some people. Okay. But she is a, I mean, she's an incredible woman. Okay. Like she basically, yes, I, I won't say what happens, okay. but she lives to tell the tale oh, and I she's amazing. Okay. Mary and Wine. she finds her beau. Yeah. It's good. good. And it's very Scottish Highlander. It's very raiding the clans. Like, okay. which was apparently a thing back then. Like we capture the woman and like all the Scottish oh. women are basically like, yep. Okay. You captured me. Like this is a thing they did back then. Like this was a true thing. Really? And all the women were, get yes, they would, you would capture like the head clansman's daughter from like another clan and it was like that was be like okay well I have your daughter now and all the women would be like okay now what are you gonna do with me like oh, it was just like this thing okay, they did okay. I mean I'm they sure just, sure it wasn't always sure. nice and PC I'm sure but these men are yeah, nice these men are nice yeah <laughs> these men are nice and usually they're actually rescuing the woman they're not sure not like kidnapping they're not her. raiding <laughs> I think if you like Outlander the show and the book yes. series I y'all, I tried to get through that series. It I had to give up after I had to four. give up. I, I only made it to three. Y'all, there it was so long. I felt like seven books happened in one book and I just couldn't Yeah. I couldn't. It's, stick these with are much it. shorter and they are standalones. So. Yes. And I think <laughs> they're like, great. A lot a lot less like some of the books were very intense. Like some of the things that happened was like way too intense. I yes. mean they're they're like not that I mean, I know they're beloved, but I think if you like Outlander the show, I know the show is very popular. I haven't watched it, but if I think these would be good books. If you like Outlander, you like Jamie, which who doesn't? He's a gorgeous man. Or just Love Scottish a Scottish man. brogue. There's lots of that in Mary lots Wine. Lots of that. So lots that is that. very exciting. I'm definitely going to download some of these. So Kim, okay. let, uh, rattle off some okay, of your so favorite Okay, so I'm going to rattle off a bunch of my favorite rom-coms. I've read all of these. I have so many more, but you know, just for the sake of time, I'm not going to get into it too deep. Obviously, The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. It's Christina and I I's know, like I need favorite rom-com. And now it's a movie. And now it's a movie. I need to read it. Which I watched and I liked. Didn't love the guy that they picked for the main character but loved Lucy the protagonist she like it's Lucy um Hale yeah she's Lucy Hale she's spot yeah. on like spot on it was it was very cute but in most like most instances I think the book is better just because you get that depth that you don't yeah get in a show it's hard to capture but of course it is yeah the Hating Game. I mean, I feel like everyone's read that at this point. It Happened One Summer slash Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey, obviously. Mm-hmm. I just think it is, it gets a lot of hype. And I'm usually very, you know, I can be very critical of books. And I just truly, really, really enjoyed these books. I thought they had, they're just a perfect mixture of steam and laughter and depth. And it, they're just amazing. The Brown Sister series by Talia Hibbert. There's three books in the series following yes. three sisters. I, oh my God, the second and third books in these series. Isn't, didn't you go into, you went into more detail in our Beach Reads episode. I did. This, right? Yes, I did. Yes. Those are, I I know, I can't believe I still haven't read. Again, I didn't start reading. Literally, My Killer Vacation was my first rom-com. I know. It's, they're so good, you guys. The representation in them is so, so good. The first one wasn't my favorite. So I would actually say to skip that if you want to. Mm-hmm. The second book and the third book are incredible. Like, so, so freaking good. They're steam. Um, just like Ooh. I said, amazing representation of just so many different things. I won't get into it, but I highly, highly recommend it if you have not picked it up it's a fantastic series super perfect for the summer highly recommend also if you liked the hating game and you like a little bit of enemies to lovers like i hate you but do i really hate you there's a book called you deserve each other by sarah hogel and it is these fiancés this engaged couple who live together and like you drop in on the story where they're living together and like they hate each other and you're like what has happened like they're at that stage in the relationship where like every single thing the other person does they're like why would you why would you do that why, why would, would you, you do that? Why would you breathe? Why would you why breathe would you that breathe? way? Why are you crunching yeah. so loudly on your chip? Like they're just, 
they're like, oh, she's like, oh, of course he would do that. Like, of course he would, you know, just, and so it's like, it's like lovers to enemies to lovers, question uh-huh. mark. So it's like an interesting trope of like, you know, enemies to lovers is a very common. What's this one called again? It's called You Deserve Each Other by Sarah Hogle. Oh. And Christina okay. read it and also really liked it. And so it's this story of this engaged couple. And then you kind of flash back alternating chapters of like mm-hmm. when they got engaged and like the beginning of their relationship and like how they got to this place. And then them kind of dealing with the status of their relationship and like, do they want to get married? They don't even seem to like each other. But it's done in a way that you're not like, wow, this is really toxic. Like you guys like need to get help. Like the <laughs> author manages to do it in a way where you're like, you don't think like, oh my God, like this is really depressing and sad to read. Like it's funny. Like they're yeah. more like very annoyed with each other than like, I hate everything about you. But right. the author does a really good job. It's very sweet. There's not a lot of steam in it. I will say I don't, I think there is some, I mean, they are engaged, but it's, it's not as like steamy and the hating game as mm-hmm. well. Like it's, it's lighter on the steam than like a Tessa Bailey, I'll say, but the story is really sweet. Also, Beth O'Leary is more, less steam, like, like no, like barely any steam. But if you are maybe just wanting a break from some steam or you want a book that you can like read around your kids and not feel weird. <laughs> not feel the Flat Share by Beth O'Leary is such a sweet story. I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, like this woman rents an apartment from this guy who works a night shift, and so they don't ever see each other. Like, they never met, but they leave each other notes all throughout their apartment to, like, communicate with each other. And they kind of, like, strike up this, like, friendship, and they grow to, like, really care about each other. And she does, there is a trigger warning for, like, to, um, she was in an abusive relationship in the past, and that is, like, a major part of the book. Like, there's no scene but it is like talked about a lot so just a trigger Mm -hmm. warning for that if if that's triggering for you but I thought it was handled really well and it's a very sweet book her other ones have been very hit or miss like some people either love them or hate them she's come out with three or four more and they're definitely more like women's fiction than like true romance okay but she's come out with a couple that I've liked but not loved she just came out with a new one called the no show it's about like a wedding I believe but the flat share I would definitely recommend it is such a sweet story it is very cute recommend oh and of this series I think you you would I can't even believe I haven't told you about this story this series before which one it's called the London Celebrity Series by Lucy Parker and I've never it, even heard of that it's a romance series set in London's West End theater world and it's all oh hello it's Anna it's so good it's there's like five books in the series and they all focus on like an actor or an actress and a director in London's okay. West End and it's like you're fully immersed in that world and they it is so I've never read a series set in the West End like I didn't even really know much about the West End which yeah. if you, if, if, listeners if you for some reason don't know it's like the Broadway equivalent in London right yeah and so it all about like the first one is very Pride and Prejudice in just that like okay. it's, it's this actor like very grumpy like notoriously rude actor gets paired up in this new show with like this bright eyed like new younger actress and she like is trying to befriend him and like get to know him and be just like be nice to him and he's like not having it like he's very jaded he's very like I don't want anything to do with you and she's like okay great and it's just <laughs> it's so they all there's like but all the books are so different like they're so different okay. they all but they're all in that world but it's all types of different people it's not just about actors it's like the directors and the producers and like the people building the theaters and they go out to like all these different homes it's just oh Anna it's so good it's so okay. good their steam what's it called again it's called the London Celebrity Series okay by Bye. Parker. Okay. I will send you the first, I think, I believe it's called, the first one's called Act Like It. Okay. Highly, highly, highly. If that sounds at all interesting to you, they are,
are so fun, so well done. Just a really fun series that I've never read. Like I've never read anything set in the West End. Oh, that sounds so fun. I mean, that's right up my alley. It's so up your alley. I was like, yeah. Anna would love this. And they're just like light, fun, easy. Like, you know, they're nothing okay. revolutionary. So like tamper your expectations. But like, <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, I'm hyping them up a lot, but like, I think they're really fun and very sweet. So highly recommend. Last book I'm going to talk about, and then I will be done, is the Simple Wild series by K.A. Tucker. There's, I believe, three or four books. And it's this girl who's like an Instagrammer blogger. And her dad lives in super remote Alaska, like middle of nowhere Alaska. And she doesn't really have a relationship with him. She lives with her mom and her stepdad. And she's like a blogger, like very Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Not like okay. wealth wise, but just like kind of like ditzy and, you know. Attitude. Attitude. And Personality. Like all about like the perfect caption on Instagram and like capturing every moment and like full face of makeup <laughs> and hair and like <laughs> selfies everywhere. So not for the Alaskan wilderness. Not then. for the Alaskan wilderness, but she decides to go visit him and try to kind of like reconnect with him. And he owns okay. a like a airplane business, like he owns mm-hmm. he, like a hangar. And they fly out supplies to these remote um, villages, okay. and they basically are like carriers for water and fuel and medicine and all these other things. And so one of her dad's pilots comes in and picks her up, and he is like from the get go, like not having any. He's like absolutely not like you are ridiculous like she's like will you take my photo in front of the plane and she like poses and he's like are you freaking kidding me right now like are you joking me like and anyways the dad is like kind of he's like y'all should hang out like he should show you around town and stuff and they're both like no no hate it like they do not like each other at all and of course like you know anyways but it's very sweet it's a really sweet story and it, it spans like a couple different books um I haven't caught up fully there's like I think the last one came out and then there was like a really sweet novella about them at Christmas. Okay. But it's very like grumpy guy, you know, I mean, it's really sweet. I have never read anything out in Alaska and it like the setting is really interesting and you learn a lot about like what life is like out there and how harsh it mm. is and yeah. So it's so good. It's so, so good. Okay. If you haven't read it, oh No, recommend. I'm getting, I'm getting lots of things for to add to my I know. TBR. For I my, know. For my new genre yeah, of your new, your new favorite genre I of know. rom-coms. <laughs> Okay, okay, anything for else? Our last book, which I totally forgot to talk about earlier, I read the newest Evie Dunmore book from A League of Extraordinary Women. Yes. Um, yes. Portrait of a Scotsman. Yes. I loved it. You did? Like, oh, good. Yes. Okay, so listeners, I, because I read so many Regency romances. Yes. I thought when Kim, when you posted that picture on Instagram, uh-huh. I thought that I had read right. the, the first the two first, books. Yep. I was totally thinking about a different series. Oh. I don't even, like, I just, I don't know how I mixed it up in my brain, mm-hmm, but I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I picked up this one. It's book three. Sure. And... <laughs> And I was like, wait a second, I'm not remembering these other I characters. I remember this. But I was like, or I was like, all right, well, you know me. I apparently yeah. just read every Regency yeah. romance out, out of order. Of order. <laughs> I really loved it. Oh. And I so it's this whole the book follows. There's like a group of four friends. I'm assuming there's gonna be a fourth book because there's one more girl. Sure. There's the first two books follow two other girls. Mm-hmm. And they're all suffragettes. So they're all like leading the cause for women's rights mm-hmm. and getting the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about me, if you can't tell from our other fantasy episodes, but I am a, I because I always do our history lessons, uh-huh. I am a 
massive history buff, yeah. when it, especially European history. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated this aspect of it. Yeah. So women could not, in London, in order to vote, you had to own property. And oh. women were not allowed to own property. Right. So therefore women couldn't vote. Couldn't vote. So, and once you married, you were property of your husband. So if you did have property like okay. as part of like that was bequeathed to you. Okay. When before you were married. Right. Then once you got married, it was no longer yours. Everything oh. was your husband. So then you like, but regardless, women couldn't vote. That's a tricky so there's loophole this whole right suffrage- there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of loopholes, mm. as with any government. Yeah. But um, this was really fun because the trope is kind of like a flip, flip-flopped okay. a little bit. Okay, okay. Like, I've read, this is not a spoiler, you have Hattie. Uh-huh. She is not a member of the peers. So that means she's, like, not a lord, a, a lady. Okay. Um, She's just, her father is a very rich, he's a banker. Okay. And he... They their family has been wealthy for many generations. Got it. So they're respected among like the nobility because they are like an old money family, even though they don't have a title. Okay. And then you have Lucian Blackstone, who is oh. Scottish. Oh. He is a self-made man. Okay. So he's new money and he is not respected. Right. Sure. People don't like him. Yep. He actually is like kind of like a Robin Hood-esque where he oh. like is destroying a lot of rich lords who he thinks are bad. Okay. Okay. And it's not really a spoiler. Like I've if you read it, if you read any of these books, you know like sure. at the core of this person, they're not a bad person. Right. Of course. But he comes off very grumpy and very like abrupt. Sure. But the trope that I found really interesting was I've read enough Regency romances where the woman and like the mother or somehow she plots a way to get caught with right. the boy alone. Yes. And so then they have to get married. Right. And this was different because the guy tricked her. Oh. And so he needed to get married to like further one of his agendas sure. down the line. Sure. And she's like, okay, like I, I, she's, you know, very hesitant, but she's like, I will do this because like, this is my only choice. Sure. And he also like promises her that she can, she's at Oxford, which is like unheard of for women to go to Oxford. And sure. she's like a painter and he's like, you can keep doing all of this. But anyways, Aww. there's all this stuff that happens happens and I just really love I found it very refreshing that there's a lot of openness in this book okay so the there's the steam is very much like it's a slow burn Mm -hmm. when we get it it is really good really but yes it's really good okay and but what I really love is how open they both are with each other and he never ever ever pressures her and the moment she says stop he stops and he also like just reads her really well Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. there's a moment where it could have been we've talked about this with Bridgerton Mm -hmm. um, in book one there is like very consensual non-consensual there's a situation where it could have gone that way and he puts a stop to it and it's really and but they're also just like when they start actually getting physical Uh he's very open with her about her needs because women weren't allowed to talk about it back then yeah and like they were very much I mean up until recently I feel like there's still shame around it totally and he is very much like open with her and talking to her and like asks her questions and wants her to understand her body and it's just really well done. That's really sweet. The ending is a little different. Again, it's this suffragette moment, and I think the author is doing this on purpose. Where like, not to, I'm not gonna say what happens, but the ending, I wanted to shake her. I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Okay. But then once it's explained, I understand why she, okay. we did what we did. Okay. Because it's very much women's rights and like her feeling like her own person. Sure. Oh. But it's really well done. Okay. And there's, um, I rarely read like notes from the author at the end. I'm just not. I just don't generally do sure. that. 
that. But there is a lot of history notes at the end of the book. Oh. And yeah, there's, it's really, I almost like you could go read them first and it would give you a lot of insight into things that she talks about, like workers rights and mines. That's a, that's a big part. Most of the book takes place in Scotland and he owns a, a coal mine and like talking about like the children and like having to go in and work in unsafe conditions. And like, it's just really, really well done. And like the artist aspect of it. And it's really cool. I, I really that. enjoyed it. I'm, I bought the second book. So I'm just decided to go backwards. Yeah. Anna's going backwards. <laughs> so I bought the second yeah. book and I'm going to read it on I vacation. I love it. Oh, I, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's three. Yeah. Like you said, there's three, three. books, probably mm-hmm. going to be four. And I own all of them. They are like, I do book of the month. And so they always come out early on book of the month. So Ooh. I have them all in hard. I think you would like this one, Kim. I'm definitely it's, going to read it's it. Good. I mean, I own all yeah. of them in physical copies. So like I have <laughs> no excuse not to. Okay. I think that is, do you have any more recommendations? No, I think that's it. I think we are good. I think we are good. I hope that you guys found something interesting that, that piqued your interest off this episode. So also let us know if you would like us to do a favorite Kindle Unlimited book episode, because I have, Anna has actually read a couple that we were like just talking about. And then I've watched a couple of videos and I'm like downloaded a bunch of them and they we've got lots of different genres yes. too like yes. we can rattle off fa- i can do tons of fantasy i can do shifters i yep. can do i have rom-coms i have um there's a couple historical romances on there that are kindle limited like we have like just contemporary fiction like there's a colleen hoover book on there which i've never read but i've heard interesting things but if that sounds interesting to you please like dm us on instagram or contact email us like let us know because yes. we really want to do this episode but because I think it could just be so much fun. And like Anna said, we have all different genres that we could offer. So let us know about that. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flights of Fantasy Podcast. We've got to, I've got to get back to posting some TikToks. We were doing really well for like a week. I know, and we, I know. <laughs> I, we have to create more content. This I is know. not our wheelhouse. It really this is, is not. not our wheelhouse. We're really trying hard, you guys. But like, it's so unnatural for us. <laughs> We like feel like we just nailed like the static book pictures and now Instagram's like, no, reels only. And we're like, oh my God, why? why but we're trying we're trying so yeah follow us on there and be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and until next time cheers and happy reading cheers listeners yay (laughs) 